Todd, tell us about why you're out here today and, and the charity involved. Well, I think it's a, it's just a great opportunity for me to be involved in the community through Sports Central, um, a charity that's pretty close to uh, to myself and my family, um, an opportunity for me to give back. And uh, Sports Central does such a good job of providing young um, young kids an opportunity to be involved in a game like golf or hockey, baseball, whatever it might be, uh, through their donation of equipment. And uh, it's something I'm really uh, happy to be involved in. You're setting a tone here for the, for the team as well and your players to talk about leadership, getting involved in the community. How important is that for you? I think it's really important, not only for me, but for the, uh, for the Oilers organization, right, from uh, the Cates family on down. And uh, I'm a firm believer that our guys do a really good job here. Uh, the foundation does an excellent job of, uh, of raising funds and then giving back to the community. The players are involved uh, quite intensely throughout the regular season, and there's some that... Uh, make Edmonton their year-round homes, and I know they've been involved um, a lot throughout the summer. So we're, uh, we're as proud of that as we are of what they do on the ice. Todd, I, since we, we haven't spoken, obviously, since Connor locked up with that big deal, I almost hesitate to word it this way about a 20-year-old player who was just the MVP. But when you look at the next nine years, I, I mean, is the sky the limit for this kid? Did you even know his limitations yet? Well, I don't know if anybody knows uh, what Connor or any player's limitations are. They've got to continue to develop. Um, I'm talking generally as a player, but Connor has to as well. And um, the one thing about him is he's very motivated. He he wants to get better in many different ways, physically, mentally. Um, he takes the time to study the game. He asks great questions, and uh, certainly he's our leader. We we knew that when. Uh, we awarded him the captaincy, but uh, he, he proved us right throughout the regular season. Uh, his teammates respected him, and, and we're excited about having him around for many, many years to come. You've seen a lot of different players over your career you know, pick up the leadership of various teams. Uh, is there anybody you can compare him to, or do you see him developing in the same ways? And I mean, how does a leader become a leader on a team like this? Well, I don't see... Um, direct comparisons. I see him taking pieces from different uh, individuals that I've been around and I think that's a, uh, a real good trait of his. He's, he's Connor McDavid. He's not uh, Steve Eiserman or Nick Lidstrom or Joe Thornton. He's, uh, he's Connor McDavid. He has his own way of carrying himself, his own way of communicating with, uh, with us as a coaching staff, his teammates, the fans, the media. And uh, as soon as uh, an individual, no matter who you are, steps outside of his skin, uh, then it becomes a little more difficult. And Connor's so confident and does such a good job that uh, I don't think he needs to be uh, compared to anybody else. He'll pave his own way. Connor said today in Toronto, he was kind of spawning about the, the Olympics and now with the roster coming up, it looks like it's hit kind of home for a lot of players. Do you have a thought on, on the NHL not participating? And I know some players will be pretty upset about that. Well, I think there's a number of players that were, uh, were hoping they could participate. Uh, it's certainly a, a special event. Um, you don't have to be a hockey player. You're just a regular athlete and, and want to participate at that level. Uh, but I also understand from the other side, uh, the owners and, and league management have uh, a number of other things that they have to look at and take care of, uh, particularly the fan that, that, uh, that pays to come out and watch club teams play on a regular basis. So um, it's a catch-22 for us. We, we understand both sides, um, and we have to respect the decision that's made. And, continue to try and entertain here in Edmonton. Todd, you've, had, uh, you've taken two Oilers teams into training <coughs> camps that we questioned and talked about whether they'd make the playoffs, how good they'd be, and now you're taking one in that was a game away from the third round. What's the difference coaching this team now? Well, expectations will, uh, 
will be a word that we'll be hearing a lot of heading into training camp and throughout training camp. And uh, expectations make it a little harder on a hockey club, um, mentally, uh, physically. Um, and we haven't experienced that as a group yet. That's why I still consider our team a growth team. We've got to go through that now. Um, teams will be ready for the Oilers. Um, they'll be prepared to play against us night in and night out. And uh, people expect us, uh, our fans in particular, to win on a more regular basis than we have in the past. So our task just gets tougher. Uh, your roster right now looks like it's pretty much set. You know you won't have Secker for at least two months, maybe longer, depending. What's your thought on your blue line? Are you looking to keep Clapbaum uh, and Larson together, or do you possibly split them up because your, your second pair obviously isn't ready to go from last year? Well, in an ideal world, we'll keep them together. I thought they really... Uh, grew up as a pair throughout the regular season that could be counted on in a, in a number of different situations, whether it was uh, the need for offense or, or a shutdown type situation. But, um, you know, we're expecting the group to come back and, and pick up from where they left off. It's not like it's a new group that has to learn the, uh, the systems, the ways, the language, um, or even learn each other, really, if that, if that makes any sense. Um, you know, so we're, we're hoping they can pick up where they left off. We also want some of our younger players to come in and push and challenge. And the minute you get that happening, that internal competition, uh, I think your team is, is beginning to get set up for, uh, for a good future. And two of those guys, specific are Benning and Nurse, <coughs> really kind of different. Benning maybe takes Secker's power play time and Nurse takes Secker's penalty kill time as well as 5-on-5. Five five. Is that kind of how you see with Benning getting more of an offensive chance in the power play? I think that's fair to say. Um, he's got a very good shot, um, as does Darnell. But, uh, but Matt may have a little more offensive prowess, and we like the, the physicality and size of, of Darnell in a, in a shutdown role. Uh, Eric Greiba back with us again. He, he can be a, a very good penalty killer uh, when needed, so we feel comfortable in that area. What is your... Concerning at all that this is kind of dragging on through the summer. We're hoping it, it got down a little sooner. Well, I, you know what? That's the business of the game, and, and as a coach, you tend to stay out of it. Um, that's what Peter's job is, and, and the rest of the management team, and uh, certainly the player has his team of of advisors. Uh, you know, I'm confident we're going to see Leon in in an Oiler uniform. We want him to be there. I know he wants to be there, and it's just a matter of getting a few things done over the summer. And uh, there's still. You know, we're talking like training camp starts tomorrow. There's still a bit of summer left, or at least I hope there is, because I'm not ready yet. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, to a few more weeks here of R and R, and then uh, then uh, really putting our minds to uh, to camp. What, what is your assessment of Ryan Strom and his what position he can play ideally? Well, he's you know, first of all, the position part of the question is he's a utility player. He has the ability to play center. Um, and uh, has in the past. He's been able to win face-offs. He's also comfortable on the wing. So we have the luxury uh, uh, of moving players around. And, and as the fans here know, we, we, we like to do that. We like to have uh, utility players that can move in and out from line to line. And um, I think we're going to have a very um, motivated Ryan Strom. Uh, I think he's focused on, on coming back and, and having a very strong year. He's excited about becoming an Oiler, and uh, we can't wait to get him to come to training camp. The, the tweaks to the roster, the changes, has it been what you kind of expected this offseason? Uh, somewhat, yes. Um, again, there's usually not a lot of surprises. Manage, management and coaches talk a lot. And, uh, but with some of the contracts that we needed to sign uh, players to, um, Obviously, Connors, Leons, and, and some others that are coming up. Uh, it becomes a very tight um, wallet, if you will. And I'm not talking about the dollars that are going out, but just from cap space. And um, 
not only does Peter have to manage the team that's on the ice, he has to manage the team that's in the books as well. And uh, that's not going to change for many years. Um, we're not the only team in the league that has to go through it. And we have to do a very good job of developing our own players, um, of growing players in, in our organization up through Bakersfield and, and into the lineup and try and keep our core intact. You mentioned expectations, Todd. As a coach, you obviously probably have higher ones. How do you approach it different? Do you challenge players in a different way now that you've seen the success they could have to push them to those final few steps, which I think are probably harder to obtain than going from a bottom feeder to a playoff? Well, in year three, we have a, a much better idea of, of how players are going to react to, uh, to different types of, of coaching motivational tools, uh, whether that's a push or a shove or a hug or whatever it might be. Uh, but we should have a good idea of what buttons to push for, with most, most players. We have a better idea this year of their ceiling um, and, and how close they are to it um, individually, but it's the collective part that, uh, that concerns uh, our staff heading in. We have to come to camp with a, uh, a very focused and direct approach. We can't get casual, we can't get relaxed, and uh, that's where we'll have to step in as a, as a coaching staff. Um, some of us on that staff have the experience of going through this in the past, so we'll have to help them as much as we can.